Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from Happiness Suffering and the Sweet Spot, Paul Bloom on Econ Talk with Russ Roberts. Intro. Paul Bloom is a professor of psychology at the University of Toronto and formerly at Yale Russ and Paul discuss the positive and dependent relationship between suffering and pleasure as it relates to well-being. The Sweet Spot, The Pleasures of Suffering and the Search for Meaning by Paul Bloom. Host, Russ Roberts, at Econ. Talker. Suffering. We have very paradoxical pleasures, eating spicy food, long runs, crossword puzzles, watching scary movies. All require effort and a little bit of pain, but they have satisfying trade-offs. Suffering makes the payoff more valuable. Having children is the ultimate paradoxical pleasure. Negatives, you lose sleep, increase marital stress, sacrifice time slash money. Positives, gives your life meaning, purpose, value, and identity. Paul says the first thing he introduces himself as is a father, not a professor. Quote, if you do, parenting, right, your children, will eventually leave you. Actually, if you do it right, they will eventually think a lot less of you than you think of them. It's such a perverse project, a very human one. Paul Bloom there's importance in chosen suffering dash life is boring if you don't apply hardness to your activities, even the simplest of tasks. The sweet spot. Worrying is a way of focusing on negative possibilities and forcing us to prepare for these. Worry is very motivating, the system forces us to consider the most unpleasant possibilities and be prepared to have the confidence to negate the problem if it does occur. Quote, it's hard to enjoy the good times because you know they are going to end. Russ Roberts. The sweet spot. Embracing the cyclical nature of joy and suffering helps utilize worry and anxiety for positive reinforcement. It's a curse to have too much anxiety but also a curse to have too little anxiety. Quote, it hurts as much as it's worth, Paul Bloom. Embrace the contextual value of your suffering. We're temporal creatures, we thrive in a bad-to-good time arc. Experience machine. Experience machine, putting your life in a simulated reality, pretending to achieve continuous pleasure for the sake of pleasure, not for the sake of experience pleasure is no longer dependent on suffering. Robert Nozick refutes the hedonist principles in experience machine. You don't want to think you climbed Mount Everest, you want to actually climb Mount Everest. Experiences only get value because they reflect realities. Drugs can be a form of the experience machine. There is room for moral pluralism, a moral agreement with yourself that you see value in both pleasure and suffering but there are instances where one presents more value. We are not always utility maximizers dash there's a ton of nuance that goes into these decisions over how to regulate our experience, simulated and real. Happiness. Many happiness strategies are not grounded in science but rather in becoming a neat bestseller or getting a TED talk. Most of them are in a narrow-minded hedonist approaches. We are motivational pluralists. We don't just want one thing. Happiness is made up of reward, struggle, self-fulfillment, well-being, etc., and not just pleasure. Happiness and meaning are almost impossible to maintain at 100% simultaneously. Happiness is most often found in people who focus on themselves. These people focus on removing as much anxiety from their lives as possible. Meaning is usually externally focused. People with meaningful lives have a lot of anxiety because people rely on their efforts, reducing their capacity for happiness.
Fun can exist in both places but is ironically found more often in difficult activities than on vacation. Morality in entertainment TV programs certainly shape our moral compass, good and bad. Paul cites an example where as a kid he was watching a sitcom where a child talked back to his parents and the laugh track played accordingly this associates the illusion of talking back to your parents as a positive moral trait. Antiheroes have become a cultural norm. We recognize that people can be roughly good but also have bad parts in them. When it comes to Walter White or Tony Soprano people get a skewed moral vision we end up rooting for values that we don't even hold whether that expands past the screen, we can only hypothesize. You become the people you hang out with, are you hanging out with the characters in your favorite TV show? That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.